Hey guys, uh, welcome back to the show. Still, still working on it. What's up guys, welcome back to the Kicks and Giggles podcast. Um, I just woke up like an hour ago, so my voice sounds fucking, my voice sounds a lot like this. Um, so I guess I'm a superhero today. And, you know, I, today is, a, it's 11 o'clock in the morning right now, and it's Sunday, June 5th. Um, oh no, today it's, I fucking lied. It's June 3rd. And guys, I post these episodes every Sunday at 12 o'clock Central Time, Illinois Central Time, right? Whatever the time zone Illinois is in, um, that's when I fucking post it every Sunday at 12, Illinois time, okay? So, like, I have a lot of friends that were like, dude, I listen to your podcast, it's so funny, and all this shit, and they tell me, like, parts of, like, the first and second episode, and then they're like, when are you doing another one? And guys, it's every week. It's every Sunday at twelve o'clock. It's just like a like a TV show. You know, the challenge comes on Tuesday nights. Jersey Shore comes on Thursday. Like it's the the same thing. So it's not like I think people. You know why though? I'll actually I'll make sense of this. I'll fucking own my L. Um, I I never had like a a consistent day where I come out with videos for my YouTube channel. Um, and my YouTube channel is a big fucking fat L. So, you know what, maybe you're just not used to me being on time with shit and having a fucking schedule. But now I, now I have one every Sunday, unless I die or um, even if someone else dies. Fuck it, I'm still, dude, I'm still posting. That's how, I'm still fucking posting, man. Um, so, let's get into the Q&A. And then we have a lot of to- topics to talk about. The reason why I also waited till Sunday to record this was because so much shit happened this week that um, I wanted to see if anything got, like, resolved or, I don't know, if there was any endings to any of these fucking stories that happened. Um, And obviously I'm talking about, like, uh, trending things on Twitter. And, you know, it's going to be a very, it's going to be a very trending uh, episode. So let's, I'm just going to do two question answers, okay? Because I don't have that many left and I really got to fucking spread them out. Otherwise, if you're listening, please, dude, message me a question. Okay, I kind of fucked myself because I'm sitting here thinking I have everyone listening. I got 500 listeners right now. Everyone's going to be fucking sending me questions, dude. And I got like 70 so far or maybe not even that. I have like 40. So, guys, get on those questions. Um, Nick Mercado. Nick Mercado asks, I've heard you talk about rotating your shoes, but do you have any that you keep no matter what? Um, I don't know if that's how he said the question word for word. But I lost it in my screenshots, so that's that's the fucking question I'm answering. Uh, I think no, I don't really have any that I like keep no matter what. Like bread ones, royal ones. I have a few pairs of those. Um, I don't know, not really. Like a couple threes. I fire red threes. Like I, I don't know. I have older releases that like I know that I'm gonna wear that I'm gonna keep no matter what. I really want like my dream like collection that I could just look at um would definitely be like all of the older like 1985 or 1998 whatever the fuck like the OG bread ones the OG Chicago's the OG uh Royals the Shadows I want like the the just the OG shit dude I don't want this basic 2016 release fuck you materials I don't want any of that I want the cool. I want the cool stuff and the older shoes you can't really wear. Like I have 2008 Bread 11s. I've talked about before, and when I wear them, like 
I, they're definitely good quality. Like, they're amazing quality. I love the quality on them way better than a new Retro 11. But um, I feel like the, they're kind of falling apart already, which fucking blows. But that's what you get when you have old shoes. I guess the glue, like, gives up. So if I could wear 2001 bread ones, I totally would. Um, but I don't think they'd fucking last, so I'd keep those. So to answer your question, I have a few, um, but I, I, I plan on having much more. Um, and I always want to double up. I always want to rock a pair and uh, keep one, like the same pair in my collection. But when you don't have a fucking lot of money, dude, and you're trying to get to LA, then you can't do that. So I, gotta, I can't worry about looking cool yet. Um, and then Nikki asks, what... What do you stress out about? Um, this is a good question, and this is the last question for this podcast because I'm going to go off. Okay, I'm going to, dude, I'm going to start screaming. Um, what do I stress out? I, dude, I stress out a fucking lot lately. Um, you know, when I, I think, okay, here's what I think about, and this is where you guys are entering the mind of Angelo, okay? Um, first of all, I think about like, my future is all I ever fucking think about. I think about like, what am I gonna be doing in two years, in five years, in 10 years? What if shit doesn't work out? What's my plan B, C, D, E, and F? Um, you know, and I think about like, okay, so th- here's what's going on right now. Um, I am planning on moving to LA in January. I don't know if I already talked about this, but I'm planning on moving to LA in January and I gotta, I gotta get as much fucking cash as possible, okay? Now, I don't sell drugs, but I should, but I don't. Um, so, uh, I need to like up the shoe sales. I need to go get a fucking job, and I don't even, I don't even care. I don't want to get a job. I hate working for other people. Um, in my past, just to give you guys some background, um, I've worked three jobs technically. Uh, the first job I ever had, I walked into a crepe joint. They make, if you don't know what crepe is, it's like a pancake. It's like fucking German or something. Um, and it's right by my house. I walked down the street and I just figured, you know what? There's an easy job. I'm going to make some fucking pancakes, chill with some old old woman, you know, maybe maybe hit on a couple jilfs. And then, you know, just enjoy my day. Walked in the place and it was an Indian owner and he wasn't a fan of me. Um, and I was like, Hey man, I really want to work here. Like I I love pancakes. I'm so passionate. Um, (laughs) and I don't know. He like interviewed, he interviewed me, but it was like, he asked me three questions about my life. He's like, what do you want to do in the big, what do you want for your goals in life? And I was like, um, you know, I want to, I don't know. I want to be, I want to be someone, you know, I want to be an actor. I want to be a, I don't know what I said at the time. I probably didn't even say I want to be an actor. Um, because I don't, but whatever I want, I don't know. I told him what I wanted to be, and then he said, "You know, how are you, what are you doing in school? What are the grades? Uh, I need good, I need good grades, you bitch." Um, something like that, and I said, "You know, I'm fucked up, man. I have D's and C's. I'm not gonna impress you on that one." But you know, I could sell shit, man. I start pulling out my phone. I'm trying to show him, like, I sell, you know, shoes. I sell clothes. I sell jeans. Like this was at the time when, before I even got to selling the celebrities, it was just when I was selling clothes and stuff. And then he told me, I told, oh, I told him, you know, I sell really nice jeans and, and clothes, so I'm gonna be wearing nice clothes. You know, is that is that cool? And then he's like, No, no, my friend, only black. Don't do not come in here with blue jeans, you bitch. So I couldn't wear blue jeans, so I walked in the first, this is my starting day, walked in, and I got like true religion jeans on, 
And keep in mind, I'm like maybe 16 or 17 years old. Um, and I walk in with my blue True Religion jeans on, and I forgot that he said no, and he got fucking, dude, like when you piss off an Indian man, it's like I was so scared because I looked at him and I knew that he knew that I knew I was wearing the wrong color jeans. Um, that sounded confusing, but he knew that I knew I fucked up is basically what I'm saying. And the look he gave me, man, holy shit. I was, f I was freaking out. Okay. So I look and I was I instantly, I was like, Hey, I'm sorry. You know, I shouldn't have wore these jeans. And then my, my Angelo like ticked in my brain and all of a sudden, I was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. You're going to tell me what color jeans I'm going to wear at a fucking pancake joint? Are you nuts? So then I was like, you know what? Hey, forget what I was, forget my apology. Took my shirt off that was the whatever crepe joint place shirt. Took it off. And I was like, here you go, man. Fuck your job. Sorry for wearing the wrong jeans, you cuck. Um, I didn't say that exactly, but I was pretty mad. And um, yeah, so that, that was my first job experience. Then... I, uh, I worked at, that was like maybe two and a half years ago. I don't know. So then I worked at a pizza joint and I, uh, that was like for, I don't know, two months. I worked at this pizza place and pizza jobs aren't even bad. I would do it again. Um, I, what happened was my boss, my boss and I were super cool. His name is Pedro. Um, he's my fucking man. And, uh, every day, you know, I'd come in and I was always late, dude. I fucking like... I'm such a stroke job when it comes to like working for other people. I really fuck up, um, but meaning like on time, like I'm never on time. I would tell my boss like, dude, schedule me for 8.30 in the morning and I'll be here at nine. Like that's just the way because my, I just, I'll always be late. Um, so, and good thing I'm saying that on my podcast, you know, but um, so I worked with him for a while and I was delivering pizzas and I would always try to like, you know, I, it was a fun job. You get to listen to music, you just drive around, deliver pizzas. There's always like an old lady that wants to talk to you about her fucking kids and it's fun and you get to learn about people. Um, and there's always a guy that wants to offer you free weed. You know, you open the door, hey man, I got your pizza. And he's like, dude, you're this fucking OG Kush, man. It's fucking fire. You want, yo, I'll give you some for an extra sl And then you have to deal with that. So it was fun. Uh, then my boss, one day I went to work, my boss wasn't there, and he got deported. Um, and police came to my work, I guess, and found out he had like a warrant or some shit. And they, they I don't know, I don't even know how it works, so maybe I'm wrong. But it was like, all I know is that he isn't in Illinois anymore, and nor is he allowed in the United States. Um, and he was like a really fucking close, like we were boys, dude. He was my guy. And I fucking lost him. And then they had a replacement guy come in. And instantly I was like, fuck you, you know, because you're not going to replace Pedro, okay? I don't give a fuck who you are. Um, I had instant, I don't know if it's called hospitality, but that's the word I'm using. Instant, you know, just, I was just turned off by the situation, okay? I lost my friend. Now I come to work the next day and this guy's like... Hey, bro, you need to fucking be on time and shit. You can't be coming in 15, 20, 30 minutes later. And I was like, dude, Pedro let me come in late. Fuck you. You know, I'm out. Good luck. I'm out. That's exactly what I said. And then uh, I probably shouldn't have done that because he was, he was right. I was wrong. You know, don't be late, man. But he didn't understand me like Pedro did. So um, I quit that job. It was three months at... Uh, pizza place or two months. I don't even know. I don't even think it was two months. Honestly, I think it was less. And then I worked at a place called Buckle and Woodfield Mall where, let me tell you guys, it is fucking hell 
but it's fun. You know, I love my coworkers. Um, I had an amazing manager, amazing coworkers. Shout out to all of you guys. Love you all. But what sucked is, like, if you don't know what Buckle is, it's a retail store that they sell, like, I don't know, high-end high or, like, expensive clothes, and it's very Western, and you got people coming in that are, I need fucking cowboy boots, and I need a flannel, and I need jeans right now, because my mom's, I don't know. Um, you'd have people coming in that just need shit, like, they fucking, when you're a Buckle customer, you know what you want, and that's it, okay? And, I, and and maybe that's a good thing. I give them credit, you know? It's better than H&M, where it's just girls fucking and guys that have no clue of fashion. Um, but buckle people, they don't play around. This is my first retail job, and I'm a shoe, I'm a shoe and clothing salesman, so I thought I would be pretty good at it. Um, and I did. You know, I did do good. My first couple days, I was doing like 2,000, 3,000 in sales, which was really good. Um, but then, like, the, the rules, it's just the fucking, like... How they tell you to sell stuff versus how you actually should sell stuff. It was the hardest part for me um, because I've sold shit before, you know. I've sold $100,000 worth of clothes in my life and I'm 19 years old and I never did it through a company. I did it through my own um, and well and shoes. But these people come in and my boss, and my manager or whoever else, and, and it's not their fault. It's just that's what they have to say. They would tell me, you know, like, we're going to do the mention, mention, ask. Bring them three t-shirts. And it would be like a guy that's fucking jacked out of his mind. And he's got like, you know, I don't know, a long sleeve shirt on that says American Fighter on it. He's got nice jeans, nice shoes. And they tell him like, okay, so you're going to bring him three pairs of shorts. It's swimming. It's springtime. It's swimming. <laughs> uh, it's springtime. You know, it's you got to bring him some shorts. He's going to love it. And you need to just show him the product. So now I'm thinking... I fucking know this guy's not going to wear yellow beach shorts. But I, my boss would be like, go, go, go. You have to do it. So now I bring him these shorts. And uh, I, I would bring him like, I don't know, a green pair and a neon orange pair. And I'd be like, hey, man, I know you're looking. They would tell me like, I know you're looking at jeans, but you should check out this. Which like was the catchphrase or whatever the fuck. So I, I went up to him and I was like, hey, man, I know you're looking at jeans, but how about these uh, pink, and, pink and neon shorts? And he was like, man, I'm not fucking wearing that. And I was like, okay, I, well, I could have called that one. So I, I would always look at my boss when I got rejected because I was like, look, Melissa, they don't fucking need. The guy's looking at shoes. How would I bring him shoes? But it was always like you got to get them to buy other products and other accessories and just fucking down their throat. Fucking, you want these jeans? How about a t-shirt? How about a chain? How about a cologne? And it's like, and I would have so many people that were like, hey, man, give me a fucking break, will you? Let me just, let me pick it out. I'm going to buy from you. You know, you're going to get your commission. Leave me alone. And then I feel like an asshole. So I would always tell my boss, I'm not doing that shit. Um, I'm going to sell. You know, I'm going to, I make, I get the fucking numbers. So leave me alone. You know, I'm doing sales for you. I got the most jean sales in a month. The most fucking t-shirt sales in a month. Probably didn't. But in my mind, I was doing really good. I, I mean, I would come in there and like, I would sell $2,500 worth and the guy that's been there for like two years was selling 600 bucks worth. So yeah, I mean, and he's doing his little like bringing shorts when they're looking at fucking shoes gimmick. And I'm just doing my, you know, making them laugh, talking to the moms, trying to get the mom's number while the daughter shops around. She's confused. Daughter picks out a lot of shit. I got the mom's number. The mom's into me. 
and then fucking buys her daughter five hundred dollars worth of shit. You know, something like that was my strategy. So that yeah, hey, um, that I, you know what I'm just realizing. This was originally a question. What do you stress out about? And that was my history of jobs. Um, and I and I did quit from Buckle. Um, but here's why I quit was because which Nikki, sorry that I fucking took three hours to answer your question, but. What I stress out about is all of this. It's working for other people. When you're passionate, you fucking have to just bite your tongue. And, you know, you want to go out. You want to see your friends. There's people in your life that you fucking don't talk to anymore that you kind of miss. But you, they're different people now. I stress out about that a lot. Um, I stress out about, like, you know, I'm going to fucking... I, I really think I'm going to, like, be someone, quote-unquote... And uh, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of shit you got to do beforehand. And like, if I had X amount of money right now, I'd be able to do so many more things, right? But I don't, so I have to work my ass off at shitty jobs to get there. And people, like people, know like Sebastian Maniscalco's book "Stay Hungry" is about this thing in particular. Um, well, it's, I mean, it's about everything. It's about his whole come up, but he talks a lot about like working at being a waiter and a bus boy and like fucking doing shit jobs just when the back of his head daydreaming about being a comedian and like what his passion or what his passions were. Um, and like going straight from work to, you know, going to do stand up that night or whatever it was. And like, that is when you know you're fucking passionate is when you can work 10 hours a day at a shit job and then come home and like do the thing you love the second you're home. Um, or, you know, still be able to stay in it, being, being able to be a shoe salesman still and satisfy all these people and fly out to LA and do all these things while like trying to maintain a shitty job so I could pay for those trips. Uh, that gets hard. And uh, right now I don't have a job, so it's a little bit easier right now. But it's like, dude, I'm 19. You know, all my friends are back from college. There's a ton of girls home. There's a ton of guys home. There's a ton of fucking, like, there's so many friends that I used to have that I could easily be like, hey, let's go out to eat. Let's catch up. But I know that that is like wasting time because it's not going to be fucking worth it, man. I just got to like put your head down and it's, you know, it's really stressful. Um, is the fucking answer to the question. Uh, you got to put your head down and you got to uh, focus on your own shit. And when you're me, I basically live a 35-year-old's life because I'm fucking always alone and I'm going to move alone and I'm going to fucking be, uh, I'm going to be on my own and I got to do this shit on my own, which I do like because it gives me like a lot of fucking ego that like I'm not going to ever be able to point fingers. Of course, there's my dad that helped me out a lot with business and like sales techniques and I thank my mom and my brothers, but at the end of the day, it's like if I have my own fucking TV show, I it's I mean 95% this guy, you know? So, um yeah. And what I was saying what before I changed subjects was I did quit Buckle, but it was because I got scheduled 5 hours a week. And you, when it's when it's like sixty bucks, you're getting paid every two weeks. Then it's like you know what, fuck this job, right? I don't need like it's worth it if it's like three hundred and fifty bucks every two weeks or I something you know something that I could put in my bank and that will add up to like five or ten thousand in a few months. Um, that way I can you know pay for, for fucking something. When it's sixty bucks every week, it's like I go to Cheesecake Factory, I eat, and then I'm done. Um, so 
Yeah, I originally thought this episode was going to be a lot of topics, and it just became me fucking talking about my life. But let's get into these topics, okay? And they're, they're kind of quick. First off, this is Kanye West's new album. Now, I know everybody's going to be talking about the same shit, but I mean, you, how can you not? Roseanne fucked up, you know? Um, Pete Davidson got some weird fucking tattoos. Uh, there's an active shooter video game. Let's get into that stuff, okay? Let's get into the stuff that you see on on Twitter, on Instagram. You see random people bitching. A lot of it's politics that I don't even fucking know about. So I'm just, my opinion maybe, maybe, maybe matters. Um, this is Kanye's album. This is just a little peek at what it is. Now, I don't, first of all, I don't even give a fuck about Kanye West when it comes to his music. I like him because he's like a nut job and he's fucking weird. And he reminds me a lot of like Charles Manson or like someone that's just not all there in the upstairs, you know? He doesn't have it in the fucking brain. Um, but he's cool because he's interesting, and I think it's I it's I think it's like admirable to watch someone that's like obviously kind of nuts, but like still really passionate and still really gives a fuck about people and like wants to help. I don't know. I just think it's weird. Um, so I, t I turned on I, f I went to his album cover, and uh, this one's called Yay, and I I clicked the song. You know, all mine. It's got a star next to it on iTunes, so I figured maybe it's good. Here's the song. You're thinking like, okay, it's a cool build-up. Alright, well, um, maybe, oh, hey, maybe I picked the wrong, maybe I picked a bad one. Maybe I happened to pick the worst song on the album. You know, let's turn something else on, okay? I always like these beginnings because they're like, they get you in the fucking right mindset, dude. You Like, right now I'm thinking about, like, my future and stuff. And how I could, like, be someone, man. Like, when he does that, when he does the, like, whatever crow-like sound that is, the fucking, ah, I think, like, oh my, dude, I think, like, just deep shit, you know, I love my family so much, and I have good friends in my life, even though there's only three of them, you know, there's just so many fucking people I'm thankful for. Okay, beautiful thoughts, I'm in, you know. This is, it sounds positive so far. This is Today good. I seriously thought about killing you. I contemplated premeditated murder. Um, um, all right. And I think about killing myself, and I love myself way more than I love you, so. Today I thought about killing you. Premeditated murder. He just keeps saying that for like 30 minutes. 30 minutes? Um, no, for like five minutes, though. Today I thought about killing you, premeditated murder. Uh, and then, it, it, so it's it's shit, okay? Because it's like, what, is, there a, is it a song? And then when it, the bass drops... Just say it out loud to see how it feels. I love myself way more than I love you. This is still him saying the same shit. Mm. I think this... Really, really... Okay, so he thinks about bad things. That was half of the song. Two minutes out of... Four minutes is fucking him talking about how he wants to kill you. Um, See, if I was trying to relate it to more people, I'd okay. think about killing myself. So then you get into the rap part. Uh, scream so loud, got no lungs. Hurt so bad, I go numb. Time to bring in the drums. That put her up, 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 up. Said. 
Time to bring in the drums, the pa-rum-pa-pa-pum. And the song is fucking trash. And one, two, three, four, five. I don't get into that. Like, it's not a good flow. I fucking hate his voice, to be honest with you. I never was a big Kanye fan when it comes to his music. And I just picture, like, when I listen to the first part of that song when he says, I thought about killing you, I picture, like, what does Kim think? You know, Kim Kardashian, his his girl. What does she think? Honey, um, hi. It's nice to see you again. How is your day at work? Um, what was track, what was track one about? Hey, Kanye. Hi, honey. Um, just calling to wish you, you know, a happy birthday and all. Um, congratulations on your album. But what was, what was the first one? Um, you weren't talking about me, right? The one where you're saying the premeditated murder thing. That wasn't about me, right, honey? I don't know. I would be like, look, man. If I'm if I'm Kim, I'm out because that's fucked up. What if, dude, guys? I'm betting. Let's put cash on this one. Fucking Kim's Kim, Kim kills Kanye. Or oh wait, I fucked it up. Kanye kills Kim in twenty twenty one. He's kill. I guarantee it. I bet he kills her. You know he's jealous of the fame, and she's kind of, like she's got the fame, but he like I think she makes more money than him. Honestly, well probably not. I mean, what the fuck does she make money for? But I think she's just got lucky, and she makes a ton of money. And I think she, she's definitely more famous than he is. But th- regardless, because of this song, today I thought about killing you, premeditated murder, says it 55 times. Who's he talking about? He says he loves the person more than him. It's probably Kim. Kim kill or fuck, I keep saying that. Kanye kills Kim Kardashian by 2021. And if it doesn't happen, then you guys lucked out. Okay, because that's going to make a fucking awesome trending Twitter thing. And it's going to be horrible, but I'm going to fucking be the first one that was like, yep, I said it. It's like when Simpsons fucking predicts all this shit, you're going to be like, dude, the kicks and giggles guy, he fucking said it would happen. So that's going to happen. And then there's this song. I don't know. That one's actually not that bad. This one, Violent Crimes. That's beautiful. I don't know who's singing that, but that sounds great, right? Then you skip ahead and this happens. I wish you could see my face, dude. And some of you guys are probably like, dude, you're a fucking idiot, dude. Kanye's the best. And it's like, guys, he has cool shoes, but you don't have to like everything about him, right? I happen to have cool eyes, but maybe some of you guys think I'm an asshole. You can like and hate things about one person, you know? His music's fucking garbage, okay? And I know this is like not a, not every, this is an unpopular opinion, but I think it's fucking trash. And, um... I don't know. His older music is okay, but uh, I don't know. I'm not a big fan. What else is there? Yeah. So then Rose, there's the Roseanne screw job. Okay. Which everyone's talking about this. And I almost didn't want to talk about this because it's so fucking basic now. So I'm just going to be really quick about it. Um, all I, all, this is all I'm going to say is in the world we live in today, 2018, people are fucked. Okay, because you can say one thing, you can do one thing that's minor 
or like, even if it's major, I don't even know. Like, you can say one thing that will fucking ruin your career, okay? We've watched it happen with many people. Kathy Griffin, and Kathy Griffin's was a little bit more fucked, you know, taking the Trump head that was like dipped in blood and taking a picture. But like, I mean, you have to think about how much fucking work these people put into their careers. And one thing they say fucked their life. Okay, now they probably may have, have enough money, you know, and there's going to be those like, you know, B and C corporations or channels that will still go after these people because they like the controversy and they need the money and they need to ride that fucking negative positive wave. Um, and that I understand. That's what I'm going for. You know, HBO should pick up fucking Roseanne or whatever the fuck Netflix or Hulu. One of these shows should pick it up and say, you know what? Hey, it's bad press. But it's fucking, let's, let's roll with it. People love this show. They're still going to watch. Even if there was half the people, the Roseanne fans, half of them stopped watching because of what Roseanne said or tweeted. Um, you're still going to make some fucking dough, dude. And I would, that, that would be me. If I was the like owner of Netflix and I have like my, I don't know, my uh, co-workers, they're like, hey man, that's really fucked up and blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, you know what, caller, let's fucking get the show on Netflix. Guys, we don't give a fuck right now what happened, all right? We're getting the show on Netflix. And it doesn't mean we support it. It doesn't mean we fucking support what she said. She said it, not us. Let's get the show. Let's make money. What are we here for? Let's fucking make cash, all right? If people think, you know, Netflix is fucked now because they signed Rose... Uh, hey, who's got, who's got the fucking check, though? That's what I, that's where my my brain would be at. And, uh, you know, most importantly, it, yeah, it was definitely fucked what she said, Um I don't think it was that fucked because it was more of a comparison. She didn't really use, like, a, a, I don't know. She wasn't vulgar in any way. She didn't, like, swear. She didn't go, like, dive deep into the thing and, like, explain why she thought um, this person was compared to an ape, which is definitely fucked to say. And when the owner of, like, Disney or whatever that core ABC, I think it is a black woman, um, or like one of the owners, I don't know, the CEO, whatever the fuck. It's like, I mean, yeah, definitely like you're dumb because how are you about to say that when uh, basically your head boss is a fucking black woman? Um, don't say offensive shit then, you know? But at the like, I don't know, I feel bad for the cast because the cast got fucked. Like, who gives a shit about Roseanne, honestly? Like, the sh I'm sure the show is great. I used to watch it as a kid. I don't even watch it anymore. And I know that half the people bitching about this Roseanne thing, they don't even watch the show. So you're not diehard Roseanne fans. You're just kind of riding the wave of like, fuck yeah, dude, she's pretty famous and I'm not. So fuck this bitch. Like any reason I can to take her down. So and, and I'm not siding with Roseanne, but I'm not siding with the other side. I'm kind of giving both. Um but the sympathy should definitely be for the cast because that fucking blows. Like if I was on a TV show and my coworker said some fucked up shit and that got the TV show f like canceled, obviously I'd be like, "Fuck you, man! You f you take you take my you take my cash." <laughs> I guess is what I'd say. Um, I didn't think I was gonna say that, but I, yeah, I would be like, "Hey, you take my cash with your fucking you took you." I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. But, you know, I would be mad. And then she started bitching at her cast member, saying they threw her under the bus. And, like, not really. You kind of fucked it up. Um, it's unfortunate that you could say one thing and it gets your show canceled. But, like, hey, you fucking had your first run. 
and they shouldn't even have brought the show back in the first place. You want to talk about bringing good shows back? Fucking Nickelodeon gas. Where's that been? You know? Uh, what's another one? Friends. I thought they were doing the fucking Friends reunion. I'm not even a big Friends reunion or Friends fan, but I know that people would love that much more than Roseanne. Um, what else is there? You know, fucking... I don't even know. I guess that's the only two shows I could think of that you should bring back. But bring back better shows. Roseanne sucked. Yeah, even though it did do numbers. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm dumb. But, yeah, I just feel bad for the cast. That sucks. Um, then, you know, there was the J.R. Smith meme. I'm not a big basketball guy, but there was this, there's this guy on LeBron's team. Okay, there's two teams. One's LeBron's team. The other one's Steph Curry's team. Those are the only, the, those are the only guys I know on the teams. So it's the Cavs versus the Warriors. I think this was the Cavs versus Warriors game. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. But it was like one of the NBA final games. And this fuck gets the ball, and it's like 106 to 107. It's like one point difference, five seconds left in the game. This stroke job gets the ball and like turns around and goes like backwards, like towards his net, okay? And I might be explaining it wrong, but I'm not a big basketball guy, so that you get what you get. Um, but basically, that was the fucking dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, he could have just threw the ball to LeBron, LeBron shoots, game winning, and the fucking game winning, okay? Uh, but this guy, like, gets the ball and, like, looks around, turns around and starts going back, and then LeBron's sitting there, like, pointing this way, and he's, like, looks like he's crying. And he's, like, dude, you fucking cuck, man. And, um, that, and then it was just a big meme, and that was funny. And obviously I have to give attention to that because J.R. Smith, I could be fucking, I could play better than you, bro. And I've never played in my fucking life, and I'm and I'm not going to finish that sentence. Um there was also, this is fucked, and I know we're getting into 35 minutes, it's almost the end of this episode, but this is really, I should have talked about this first, um, there was an active shooter video game made, and um, this was trending for a couple days, and and I watched the gameplay, and you are literally, this, okay, I, I dove into this one because I, I like to, it, fucked up shit gets me more interested than like, I don't know, a, an album, you know, or a, a fucking broad with a TV show that fucked it up. Um, but this active shooter video game, the gameplay is so fucking disgusting. It's like you're literally a kid that walks into a school and you have a gun and you pick your guns. It's like an M16 or whatever the fuck. And you walk into a school and you shoot teachers and students and you barge into their rooms and like then you can play as a, you could do the SWAT mode. You could play as the police officers or the SWAT team that has to kill the active shooter. Do you know how fucked up this fucking video game is? Does anybody know what the fuck they're doing? And then the guy that created the video game, what his reasoning was, if if somebody ever wanted to commit this fucking act, that. Instead of doing that, they could do it from their bedroom, you know? Instead of really going to kill people, um, they could sit in their bedroom and do it. And it's a simulation. And how great, right? What a fucking hero this guy is. But little did he know that there are a lot of people that don't know how to do something. That all they need is a little fucking push, you know? Hey, fucking pat on the back. Or, you know what, here's a map. Uh, go this way, you know, turn left here, turn right here, you're going to get there. I didn't know my directions in the first place, but now I do because my dad wrote a map out for me, okay? And this fuck who created the game, or the team of fucks, um, 
they probably just gave a ton of kids a little bit of extra fucking planning or, um, you know, like, I don't know, yeah, planning on how to fucking shoot up a school. And that's absolutely disgusting. If you didn't hear about this, um, you're probably lucky because the fact that I heard about this just gave me more fucking anger. But, um, yeah, that's absolutely fucked. Um, and there's nothing else I could say about that because, I don't know. But, yeah, back to the Roseanne thing. It's like one thing you say, guys, really watch what you say. I don't really, like, my thing is kind of that I don't give a fuck, you know. So people, like, like people get it. When I do a voice or if I make fun of a guy or if I take pictures of someone in an airport and I'm making fun of them, it's like that's my thing because it's like, I like to laugh. I like to laugh at myself. I'll laugh at other people. If somebody messages me and roasts the fuck out of my life, then, you know, which means making fun of me for those old people in there, out there. Um, somebody messages me and makes fun of me. You know, your fo- your fucking head looks like a football. Um, I don't know. You're, you're fucking nine feet tall. You look like Slender Man. Um, I don't know. Stuff like that. I laugh and I post on my story and I say, who agrees? And I get, you know, 90% of people agree. And then I fucking cry that night in my room. But I laugh, and I like to have fun. I like to laugh at other people and myself. So one thing people say, and you're fucked. With comedians, it's a little bit different. Um, I guess with a podcast, like when you're saying, when you're just very real, it's like, who cares? And of course I'm not, like, and cover it up, you know? If she at least said, like, of course I'm not saying this in a racist way, but this girl looks like an ape. (laughs) That makes you still sound fucked. I don't know. She screwed herself I guess this, the moral is, like, just be careful with what you say. And if you are going to say something fucked up, um, maybe just tell why you're saying it first. Or, like, I don't know. I don't know. Just don't be a fucking asshole. All right? Um, now we're going to get into the shoes, and i got to speed this up because this is a long episode. Um, so they said that there's going to be a million cream Yeezys to release. I think this year. Um, and I think it's in, like, July or something. I don't know if it's this year or next year. Um, probably should have checked, right? But who cares? So the Cream Easy is the it's a V2, and they're making now they're making like a butter pair and then a sesame pair as well. The butter pair is like slightly yellow, and I think um, the the sesame pair is like grayish beige. They both look the fucking same as a. It looks like you got your Cream Easy dirty. Okay, it looks like an all white shoe that you got a little bit yellow stains on, or you got a little bit of fucking dirt on them. And I think the butter release and the sesame release are fucking trash, okay? Um, so that's that. And then the the V2 that they're releasing a million pairs of, everyone's going to be able to get them. Nobody's going to want them anymore. They're going to be fucking sitting on shelves, guaranteed. Um, and that re- when they released that, that brought the whole V2 market like way down. Beluga 1.0s are going for less. 2.0s are going for like 350 uh, blue tints dropped. What else is there? Zebras were at like 575, dropped to like 430 for a few days. Now I think they're at like 470. But the, the Yeezy market's fucked. I guess he released, like, I, I think of it as he released a new album because his market's fucked. But obviously, he probably did it because, you know, he's a musician and an artist still. But I don't know. It's just the, the V2s are fucked. How many colorways can you make of one shoe, man? And when they're all white, it's like white and then a little bit yellow and then a little bit beige. That, that's the same fucking thing. It's like red, maroon, and orange. You, wouldn't, you probably wouldn't release a red, maroon, and orange 
three separate shoes of the same shoe, right? Um, I don't know. So a million Yeezys to release, it, it's cool because people get to wear them. But, it, I mean, I don't know. It's fucking, it screws over people like me that try to sell shoes for a fucking living. Because now I got to dump all my V2s and any V2 customer that comes my way is going to think I have fucked prices. So I got to lower all my prices and then I make less moon. I like, I make less moon. Um, it's always around the 40 minute mark where I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Um, there's also SneakerCon that's coming up. I actually, you know what? I, to be completely honest with you, I don't even know when SneakerCon is. I don't know if it's going on right now or if it's next week. SneakerCon Chicago 2018. Okay, June 9th. It is next week. Um, last week I went and I sat courtside with Pootie. Um, he's a huge YouTuber. I was with Yeah. Uh, I was with Yeah. I was with um, Black Charcoal, which is one of Pootie's like good friends. Um, they're both vloggers and they have funny videos on YouTube. Definitely check them out. They support the fuck out of me, by the way. Um, I really, there were my, I watched Pootie on YouTube since he had like 70,000 subscribers and he's blown up now. Um, I always give him promos. I fucking love this guy. Um, but you know, I hung out with him. I met him in, uh, at SneakerCon. It was at the Renaissance Fair in Schaumburg and you know, it's fun. It's like a big warehouse that's emptied out and you just got kids selling shoes and buying shoes and there's tables and it's cool. But I don't know. I fucking like. I don't like crowds, dude. I really don't. I don't go to concerts. I don't go to. Uh, I don't go to shows. Well, I do go to shows. I don't go to like festivals or any of that, dude. Because I don't. I'm not. I'm not gambling my fucking life on some fucking moron that wants to pull some shit on a big crowd. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, and I know that's a little, you know, dude. You're a fucking bitch, man. You can't be scared. You can't live your life that way. Well, hey. I have things I plan to do when I'm 23 and 25 and 30 years old. I have them planned. I need to do them. So, hey, maybe I'm not going to, well, I probably should stop speeding also. I know I know my dad's thinking, well, son, you should probably stop going 75 and a 50. I know, dad. I know. Um, so I should stop speeding for sure. But definitely skip the concerts and the big events. Everyone's fucking sweating. There's kids bumping into you at SneakerCon. Fucking sneezing on your shirt. You just got brand new shoes and a kid fucking snots on them. I don't want that. You know, there's little kids there that don't know the fucking market that are asking for like $800 for a $200 pair of shoes. It's just a big... It should be called Cringe Fest. Okay? And everyone thinks they're better than everyone else. You know, everyone's got the most expensive outfit in their fucking wardrobe. And little do they know, $800 ain't that much, buddy. Because you're going to walk in and there's a kid with fucking red Octobers. And that's $5,000 and we're only talking about his shoes. Um, I also met Benjamin Kicks last time I was at SneakerCon. And he's kind of my competitor. You know, another 60, or not another. He's another teenage kid that's selling the huge stars. Um, and fucking killing it. He's got way bigger clientele than I do. And he's got a fuckload of money. Um, people say that, you know, his cousin is DJ Khaled or his uncle is DJ Khaled or his neighbor is fucking Justin Bieber. There's a lot of speculation. And I think some one of it's true. I don't know which one it is. He definitely had an in with the industry. But hey, the kids fucking crushed it. Even if you had an in in the industry, if you're not a salesman, you're not going to fucking sell to all those people regardless. So I got to give him credit, even though he's my competitor. Uh, and he charges fucked prices on shoes because he can. 
Um, so I'm not there yet. So if you're a fan of me, you're getting better deals right now. And when I get rich, you're, I'm, I'm still going to give good deals. It's like if, I'm, if I make a lot of money, I made a lot of money from selling shoes, right? So why am I going to charge more than other stores? That's the part that I don't like. That Benjamin Kicks left me a niche because it's like I could still beat his prices and I could still beat online prices. So I'm happy about that. And he mainly deals with rappers and stuff. And my past with rappers is like I fucking can't stand some of them. So... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stick in the stay stay in the comedy Hollywood industry when my uh, when it comes to my celebrity clientele. And now I'm gonna end this podcast because it's my longest one, I think. And we don't have to do that, right? So next episode, I'm gonna be talking about a story about Grailed. If you don't know what Grailed is, it's a reselling website um, or an app that you could sell clothes on. And then this the story involves PayPal. And uh, I, I got majorly fucked over, and I lost out on a lot of money. And I'm first, I'm, this is going to be the first time I ever tell anybody about this next Sunday. All right, so tune in. It's going to be a good story time. Um, thank you guys for listening to my show. Um, well, like and subscribe, you know, even though you can't like, and this isn't YouTube. Subscribe to my podcast if you haven't. And when I post new episodes, just check your feed. That's all you have to do. Check your feed and it'll be there. It doesn't show up on my actual page for 24 hours, but like right now I'm going to upload. The people that are subscribed, they'll be able to hear it because it's in their feed. So thank you for listening. Please write a review. I'm about to hit 60 in, in five episodes, six episodes. So thank you guys. Um, and don't, don't, say, don't say dumb shit.